law that cops are not going to charge Brooke Houts, the YouTuber, caught hitting her dog in an unedited video. Yeah. It sucks, but it's, it's very startling how little punishment people who abuse dogs or even cute, uh, like kill animals get into. Like, I, I don't think that's caught up to reality quite yet, the laws. I agree. Those who mistreat animals, especially domesticated ones, there's really something wrong with you. Like, like inherently just, you're a sick, evil person. And uh, I don't know that any laws are going to protect against that, but th those people should be punished. The dude from Jimmy John's, I, I never ate Jimmy John's subs anyway, but the fact that the founder seems to have this fetish almost for trophy hunting really makes me never want to eat one of their subs ever. And there's a lot of uh, things that supposedly the, uh, you know, the people that work there have voiced that, you know, just little rules that he's put into place, you know, um, that he's not right. I don't think Jimmy John's will thrive uh, forever in, right. in, in modern day with some of his beliefs. And that's not even to mention the fact he likes to kill, you know, big cats and elephants and stuff. Yeah, like hunt if you're going to hunt like Uncle Ted does, you know, hunt, uh, hunt things that you're going to eat. Yeah, I don't think Uncle, I don't think Ted kills things that he's not going to eat. Right. Hey, you know, say what you will about Ted Nugent, and there's plenty to say about him. He uses what he kills, whether it's using their flesh, using their meat, whatever. But, man, to uh, to get off on killing the most beautiful. I sat there at Bush Gardens on Saturday, and I watched that hippo for like an hour. They got a hippo there. Oh, yeah, that's a hell of a hippo. Did, they, did you get to see him feed him any watermelons? Because that's fun. No, but I did watch the little fishies uh, swim behind him waiting for him to drop a turd so that they could feast on it. Yeah, that's disturbing to me. Not me. That's the circle of life. So uh, I just sat there and went, how can anybody in good faith and conscience book a trip to Africa to kill animals like this? Like, how do you go... I, look, I've always wanted to go on safari in Africa so that you could see the animals. Now, I'm not going to take the 80 vaccines that you have to take to go over there, but, but I admire those who go over there to look at giraffes and gazelles and whatnot. But to go over there and go, I'm going to get me a 30-06 and shoot an elephant? What in the hell is wrong with you? Is that just like kind of like a little man syndrome you think most of the time, or is it like a... Got to be. It could be worse than that even. Like, you've just got this deep psychosis to kill something, and you just... I think you know it pisses off the liberals, if you will. I think you you, you know it's going to piss off people with compassion, so that's why you do it. But but why would you take pride in killing a lion? No pun intended. Why why would you brag about killing a rhino? I I cannot understand that for the life of me. 727-579-1025. We'll take a couple of calls, then we'll let you go plucking through our prize patch. Thank you. Hi, Drew Grab Alive. How can I help you? Hey, it's Don. How are you? Hey, Don. What's up, buddy? Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, I'm a big hunter. I like to hunt a lot. And I used to always have, like, when you hunt, you want, a, you want something bigger. You want something better. And I used to have the desire to do a safari, you know, and go, and go big game hunting. Sure. Um, but I think it's become, it's, it's, it's more of a big blanker contest, I think, than anything. And when I found out, you know, like I would see these trophy rooms and guys that have zebras 
Now we rodeo for a hobby, so we have horses, right? Right. And I asked him, I said, "What's the what's the thrill in killing a friggin' horse?" Right. Well, part of it that really turned me off is, well, they just shoot the zebra, so they can use the mate, the meat, to bait in the cats. So, and in other so words, they're killing a zebra so that they can then kill tigers that are, uh, not tigers, they're not in Africa, uh, lions, and, and, lions and crap like that, cheetahs and yeah, yeah, yeah. leopards. So they use it for bait. I'm like, so you're killing this beautiful animal to just cut them up and use them to kill another animal. And then they donate the meat to the tribes and all that good fuzzy stuff. So the, the, meat, the meat and the bones and all that, it, it doesn't get wasted. But to me, you're wasting the life just to kill something. Now, if you want to go shoot antelope and you're going to yeah. eat them and you want to shoot, you know, stuff like that, but the elephants, the rhinos, the things that are, you know, quite possibly one day going to be gone in the wild. Right. Why do you want to add to that? I don't you know I, I mean? don't get it. I, I Look, there, there is a nobility to hunting, in my opinion. I, I, if people differ, that's fine. You're allowed to differ. But to me, there is more nobility and killing a deer, dressing down the deer, and then using the back strap or whatever to make yourself meat. There's far more nobility than that in that than going to a drive-through and trusting some meat processing plant to get you 70 different cows in one burger. I'd rather have you kill Bambi than do that. But like trophy hunting, just for the sake of bagging something and putting it on your wall because it looks cool. You got a little penis, and there's something really wrong with your heart and brain if you do that. I agree, and on the meat processing part of it, I I don't eat fast food yep. because I you know I have a lot of ranching friends, and the lower quality meat, and when I say lower quality, a cow that has cancer, cancer in the eye, cancer in the body, they still take that animal and they process it, and that meat is a lower grade meat that is being sent to a lot of your fast food and lower quality oh, no. type restaurants, and I'm a big believer that a lot of our problems with cancer and other diseases is coming from stuff like that. So I don't, I won't eat fast food. I hope that doesn't ruin your appetite for the day, but right the lower quality meats is truly lower quality animals that are being processed. Right on my dude. Appreciate it very much, so, man. Thanks for yep, the chat. Have a good day guys. You too. Thank you. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. Drew Grab alive. Hello. Hey man, what's going on? You tell me, sir. Hey, yeah, so I disagree with the law. And so, like, if you want to go, you know, take it back hundreds of years or whatever, if you're going to go and hunt these huge animals, I think you have to make your own weapons and have to go out there and find them yourself. Then you maybe got a leg to stand on. Yeah, the thing is, it's not a fair playing field. Like, the, the animal can't defend itself because you're, you're carrying around a .30-06 or some gun that's even bigger than that. Yeah, get a spear and go try yeah. to take down an animal that way or, like, Drop out of a tree onto a wild boar's yeah. back, and then, and then slit his. Right, if you're shooting an animal from a mile and a half away, yeah. there's no no sport I guess, thrill of a hunt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no sport. Yeah, you're just you're just a dildo. If that's the case, thank you. Um, if you'd like to go plucking through our prize patch today, here's how you do so: put your bad mom on blast. I don't think you'll have a story quite as impactful as the 38 year old mom who was pulled over in Davis County, Utah. Routine traffic stop Saturday morning, driving a silver Beamer. Uh, Davis County officer happened to notice this lady's car didn't have a license plate. You know you're supposed to have those? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. 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 So they search the car. Of course they find drug paraphernalia, 
Of course, they find a white powdery substance, and they try to question and arrest the driver. Only instead of admitting that she's 38-year-old Heather Garcia, she says she's Mercedes Garcia, her daughter, who was born in 1998. As bad as your mom has ever been, I highly doubt your mom ever tried to assume your identity and tried to let you go to jail for her crime. Now, it's a good thing for the younger Garcia that these officers were able to, you know, see that this 38-year-old lady is clearly not only not a 21-year-old female, she might not even be female at all. What the hell is going I'm looking at this woman's mugshot. What is uh what, oh. what is going on here? Oh man, is that something? That that mugshot is alarming. She doesn't have I don't believe it well, it kind of looks like she has real eyebrows, but then somewhere about four inches above those, she has another set of eyebrows that were painted on. Right. It's a, a little little arresting, no pun intended, a little disturbing. So if you've got a bad mom story, put your bad mom on blast. You could get yourself a pair of tickets to Bush Gardens for Beer Fest, which ends this weekend. Uh, always a good time. They have some some of the food concoctions they've come up with this year. I was walking uh, walking around there on Saturday just looking at the different food combinations they have, like a, a griddled cheese quesadilla thing. They, they have all kinds of inventions that Ooh. they've rolled out this year. This is the best year for the beer fest, so we want to hear about your bad mom. Drew Gobble Live, hello. Hey, Drew. It's Anthony. How are you guys doing? Hey, Anthony. How are you, sir? Not too shabby. Good. So, a bad mom story. Uh, my mom, when I was a kid, uh, maybe five or six, I did something to, to piss her off. I don't know what. So, she sat me outside and put a cockroach on my head. And she told me, Anthony, if you move from this spot, it's going to bite your effing head off. And I just sat there feeling it crawl over my head. And to this day, I have a fear of, of insects. Oh, man, that's brutal. Oh, man, that's, yeah, that's, that's deeply traumatizing stuff. You know, I think the worst thing my mom did growing up, and we never let her forget about this, oh, no. she forgot to put the turkey in turkey tetrazzini. She, like, made turkey tetrazzini, but she forgot the turkey, and we're all eating it. And we're all like, there's no turkey in this. And we look on the counter, and there was the turkey that she was supposed to put in the turkey tetrazzini. That's probably the worst thing my mom ever did. Yeah, I've got some memories like that as well. Uh, I specifically, I think it even happened multiple times. My mom forgot to put the hamburger in the hamburger helper. Okay. Which, you know. Is, it was just helper. Yeah, just, you know. And I was a big fan of the uh, the Philly cheese hamburger helper. You ever had that one? No, I've never had any hamburger helper. I'm, I, I've never. I had tuna oh. helper, but oh. I no. Okay, I see. I mean, I'm not saying I'm better No, you than are. That. You are. Saying I... You know, you are, yeah, yeah. Well, the Philly, the Philly cheese one—it's hash browns. It's not noodles. That sounds delicious. So it's like hash browns and beef and cheese. Okay, so, okay, it sounds yummy. Yeah. I'd try it. I'll whip you up a batch. No, uh, Drew, go alive. Hello, who are you? My name is Ray. Hey, Ray, what's up, buddy? Not much. How's it going, Drew? Good, thank you. What's up? Love the show, guys. Hey, um, in high school, my mom never had a drink in her life and didn't know anything much about alcohol. Our first party I ever went to, um, she came inside the party, said, we got to go. She was freaking out. She knew I took, um, I took some uh, liquor from home, okay. and she knew I drank there, <clears throat> but she didn't know the effect of it. So anyway, long story short, three days later, I, I have a stomachache. I said, Mom, I'm really have a stomachache. She says, Ray, you're still drunk. Well, I, I'm laughing. I'm like, you can't be drunk three days after, you know, and then. Next day, 
stomach ache. I said, I can't go to school. She goes, all right, we'll go to the doctor. Doctor says, <clears throat> when we get there, doctor says, go to the ER right now. Your appendix is about to burst. My mom dropped down in tears. I'm so sorry, this and that, blow. I had to give her crap for it. Oh, of course you uh, Oh, my God, she almost killed you, dude. Three days later, you're just drunk. Yeah, I, and I was like, Mom, come on, you got to understand, that doesn't happen. And, um, yeah, she almost uh, took me out, man. So she dropped down her knees, she was crying. I'm so sorry. I said, it's all right, just let's go to the ER. I'm, I'm, my stomach's hurting me. And I had to get my appendix out. Yeah, we heard. Thank you. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. Uh, Yacht Rock Friday on Twitter said, back in high school, my buddy's mom opened a couple of credit cards in his name and racked up like $5,000 in debt without telling him. He, needed, he ended up having to take her to court over it. That's insane, dude. It, I feel so bad for people who's like, there are just some parents who like didn't get that like parental gene. And then eventually they see their kids as like someone they can kind of leech off of or, or just do terrible things to. I don't, I don't understand. I don't it. have any kids, but yeah, um, I think so. Having a kid changes you, and it should change you in a better way, but some people, it changes them in a worse way, and they become different people, but it's worse, and they, they prey on their kids, and I don't understand that. 727-579-1025. Drew Gobble Live, who are you? I say hello. Hello. Hi, who are you, sir? Hey, good. It's Mike. Hey, Mike. hey, um, is it too late to get in on the happy song? Hell no. What do you got? Jack Rabbit Slim by Steve Forbert. Steve Thorpe. It's a 70s thing, and that song is so happy it'll just make you smile. Is that the one they do at Jack and, Rabbit Slim's in uh, Pulp Fiction where they're like, there was a teenage wedding and it almost missed him well. Well, you could tell that the red was with the mademoiselle. No? Great song, and my mom always adds extra syllables to every word she says. Afghanistan. And I'm like, Mom, it's Afghanistan. So anyway. So wait, the one that you had is Jack. Wait, hold on. The one you had is Jack Rabbit Slim by who? Steve Forbert. All right, I'll look that one up. Because I got this one from Pulp Fiction. I want to meet our first contestants here this evening. Young lady, what is your name? Mrs. Mia Wallace. I got no Steve Forbert. And uh, how about your fellow here? It's fake. Lose and fake. All right, let's see what you can do. Take it away. Oh, Steve Forbert. Okay, hold on a second. Here we go. Well, that's, that's Romeo's tune. I know this song. Do you know this song? No. I'm going to blow you away when I know these lyrics. You ready? I'm not even looking, John. Oh, my God. We used to hear this on the radio all the time. Meet me in the middle of the day. Let me hear you say everything's okay. Bring me southern kisses from your womb. Meet me in the middle of the night. Let me hear you say everything's all right. Song makes me sad. The album is Jack Rabbit Slim by Steve Forbert. The song Romeo's Tune. Drew got alive. Hello, who are you? It was me, Alex. Hey, me, Alex. What's up? Um, first things first, I want to say I love the show. Great Thank show you. every day. Gracias, buddy. And okay, and then I want to say that my mom one time, she got me so mad because my dad said he made me in the basketball tournament. And she got my money and she spent it. 
Do you know what he just said? Nope, nope, I do not. Okay. Uh, I did have uh, somebody sent a tweet. That turkey story made me think of my wife's mother that made grilled cheese and left the wrapper on the cheese, which in turn made me think oh. of something that stuck with me this very day. I think I was in the fifth grade. This is one of my best friends, David Parker. The first time I ever stayed over at his house, we woke up the next morning, and his mom made pancakes. And I start eating the pancakes, and I get a rubber band in my pancake. And his mom just breaks out laughing. And there's rubber bands all throughout the pancakes. And it was a joke. It was just a fun joke, I guess. Like, and I could have died. That's no joke. I One know. of those gets twisted the wrong way around your duodenum. Thank you. I mean, it That's haunts me funny. to this very day. And I guess I tr- kind of try to close it out. But it was just funny. She just laughed. And then at the time, I, I was led to believe it was funny, too. There's nothing funny about dying. Thank you. You want to you call her? I'm going to try to retroactively yeah. see if I can get her charged. Yeah, you should. You don't mess with people's breakfast, man. I mess with a pancake. Like, my mom would make... My mom taught me how to make the hole in the middle, and I, right. ma- and I made some for my son last I, week. I saw. I saw oh, thing. what a... I mean, the, the hole in the middle is such a treat. Uh, bird in a nest, egg in a hole, frog in a pond, whatever you want to call it. It's a piece of bread, hole cut out in the middle, fried egg in the middle of the bread. Mm. It's a glorious thing. A good bond between fathers, sons, mothers, daughters, everyone. Drew Grubb, alive. Hello. Hey, Drew. Hi. Bill. Hi, Bill. What's up? Um, I don't know if you remember or not. You guys get so many phone calls. A couple weeks ago, I called you to thanking you for changing my life. I got that job at Big Storm. Oh, yeah, oh, dude. Yeah. Congratulations, man. I hope you didn't get fired. Uh, no, no, no. Thank you. But um, on the uh, subject of moms, do foster moms count? Sure, yeah. What'd your foster mom do? So she- she had me and my two brothers. She took us to a water park up in Columbus, Ohio, called Windout Lake. And uh, I think she just spent the day at the Tiki Bar. And when she left, she grabbed my two brothers, forgot me, and got a DUI on the way home. And it wasn't until the arresting officer interviewed my little brothers that they realized that they left one back. Oh, oh no. So, wait, she left somebody at the water park? Yeah, she left me there at the water park. She took me and my two brothers to the water park, and she spent the day at the tiki bar at the water park, got drunk, and gathered up my two brothers, and I was still playing around the lazy pool or whatever, and took off. I couldn't find them. I had no idea what was going on until my name was being paged, oh. and I go up to the, found the booth. I was 12 years old, so I had a good, I had common sense. You know, I figured my way around, got to the uh, booth where they were calling me to, right. and there was two Franklin County Sheriff's officers waiting there. I'll tell you, yeah, man, was, uh, if my son ever has a radio show, uh, just you know, look out if he ever does a topic like this. <laughs> I bet you that, uh, you know, it was it was a different time then. I bet you there's a lot of people whose parents forgot them somewhere, either forgot to pick them up or maybe at a water park or a fair, and they just kind of forgot that they had them there. Like, yeah, it was a different time. Dude, the worst. My dad's been mad at me several times with good reason, like as a kid. My, my dad just, he had a pretty bad temper, and he would get pretty pissed at me. This was before cell phones. Um, I did those Spanish competitions at the Marriott on Sand Lake International Drive in Orlando. And it was a comp- all-day competition where you'd do extemporaneous speaking, and there's, like, high schools all around. So my parents were supposed to pick me up. Well, my friend Jeff Talby took me from the Marriott back to Oak Ridge High School because that's where he had to go to make it easier on my dad. So when I get to Oak Ridge High School, I call home. Ring, ring. Hey, uh, Mom, can you have Dad come pick me up? Sure, no problem, honey. Click. 
I realized five minutes after I hung up the phone that I forgot to tell my dad oh, that I had been no. taken from that Marriott Hotel 20 to 30 minutes away oh, no. to Oak Ridge High School. Now, those of you who are around in 1986 or so, you know that there was no cell phone yet that anybody oh, had. Geez. So I was like, what do I do? Do I, do I try to get a ride out to the hotel. Oh, man, that's terrible. So I call my mom, and I'm like, Mom, so sorry. I, I'm at the school. I forgot to tell Dad. Oh, my God, your father's going to freak oh, out. Oh, no. I know he's going to freak out, Ma. Call the hotel and try to get him. So my mom's having my dad paged at the hotel. Oh, and this is a he's, mess. He's there driving around looking everywhere for me. Oh, God. Finally, they get him paged. I'll never forget. The moment he pulled up at the school, my friend Jeff waited for him, even though I begged him not to. I'm like, please, if I get mugged or killed, it would be better than what my oh, than you seeing what my dad's oh, gonna man. do. And Jeff was like, he was in fellowship of Christian athletes and all that stuff. And uh, and I would, I was, it wasn't like I would try to be Christian around him, but I would try to be very mindful of of not, less like your actual self. Correct, right, right, like less <laughs> heathenish. So Jeff's waiting with me, and and my dad pulls up, and the window goes down. He goes. Get in the goddamn car! Oh. Because you know what? That that was probably one of those scenarios as a parent where fear for your child immediately turns into deep, dark rage at your child. No. No, I, I think it was just really inconvenienced. Well, well for, <laughs> there, there had to at least be a minute where he thought that maybe you were abducted. No. Yeah, on his way back, thinking, God damn, I wish this kid would get inducted so he wouldn't do crap like this oh, anymore. Oh, man, come on. Cut sure. Frank some slack. Yeah, uh, you know. Uh, all right, so we'll come back. Uh, we gave prizes to nobody. So. Right, nobody nobody nope. picked in the patch. Not you. Let's see. Who are you from the 727? Hey, what's up, man? How y'all doing? All you have to do is come up with a story that doesn't suck, and you've got the uh, pair of Bush Gardens tickets. Sounds good, man. Sounds good. So I was 18 years old. I worked at the Eckerd Drugs. I had a girlfriend for about a year. Hell yeah. And um, my mom really liked her. And uh, I broke up with her. And three days later, I snuck in two girls into my parents' house. And my mom woke up. She saw the two girls, half naked, ran about the house. My mom went to Eckerd Drugs the next day and told my ex-girlfriend that I had two girls naked in the house. <laughs> What'd she do that for? Why'd oh, she sell man. you out to your ex-girlfriend? Did she do it, like, uh, in a good way for you or what? She didn't know it was my ex-girlfriend yet. It was too soon. She thought it was my girlfriend. Uh, so she rat she was going to rat you out to your girlfriend? Yes. Yes. Damn, dude, that's cold. Hold on one second. We'll give you the Bush Gardens tickets. Uh, we're going to come back. A lot of people making fun of a guy who I consider to be a visionary. Like, look, is it enough that we look at a storm and go, oh, well, nothing we can do about it? No, it's not enough. I think this guy had some damn good ideas, and I don't understand why everybody's laughing at him. And we have the audio for you next.